Hi, welcome to Revive Mercy Podcast. Today, it'll be March when this uploads. And as a facilitator and um, one in recovery up here myself, coping skills have been very helpful when springing forward in wellness. I have a new guest. His name is Dr. Krishna, and he's joining us today. I'm excited to have him here sharing a new concept called intermittent silence that I've never heard before. It is a challenge, but I, I, I think it will be very rewarding for some of us who really needs to slow down. So here we have Dr. Krishna. Welcome, Dr. Krishna. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Bob, for having me. It's great to be here. And uh, it's uh, nice to see that you are having this program spring forward. Yes. And you release it in spring. We yeah. have an app that we are having a revamp and having a new mm-hmm. user interface and that will also be launched in this spring in march so that's, that timing per- is perfect for both of us <laughs> it is <laughs> and all that all those information uh, will be in the notes and we're going to be talking more about that um you know wellness like i tell a lot of people who i um my law my peers is there's a wellness toolkit you know the rap was you know, the 1970s, but it's always customary a good idea to have different ways to cope. Me, myself, I use various ways, and Dr. Krishna is going to show us the one unique way. But before we all do all that, I always tell all my listeners, they know that I, I, always, I always like the disclaimer to say that if you are in crisis in the United States, the number is 1-800-273-8255. It's a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. But I do encourage you, wherever you are in the United States or be outside the United States, find what resources you do have. And some of the resources can be as simple as some of the coping skills that we'll be talking about today. There's a quote that I want to share. A lot of people who know me, I have a lot of quotes. And um, I want you to listen to it. And what is it? Read to you, how does it read to you personally and also what lessons can we learn from this quote and this quote is from Nate Rachel Naomi Remen it says healing may not be so much about getting better as about letting go of everything that isn't you all the expectations all the beliefs and becoming who you are what does that say to you Dr. Krishna so to that I will catch on to beliefs you know beliefs is something that we sometimes condition our mind to believe things that may or may not be helpful to you or his uh, family or society. Mm-hmm. And letting go of those expectations and beliefs is, is mm-hmm. really vital, becomes very, very vital. I We all grow up with certain beliefs and we think very strongly about it, you know, as, especially if we are teenagers or young adults. We are so entrenched in our belief that really we hold on to those things very strongly. Yeah. As uh, I will mention to you, when I we grew up, especially in India, in our times, mm. <clears throat> women did all the household work and cooking, whereas mm. men did the eating. I mean, they also did outside work. I mean, it worked mm. when that system was there. But now women are going out to work. Mm-hmm. And if the same belief continues or the same mm-hmm. expectation continues, it becomes a problem. Yeah. The beliefs it, don't go away overnight. 
they don't. Usually yeah. it's a slow process, but it should go. It should go. And the men should help where needed. And it happened to me as well. Um, yeah. I, w- I got married. My you know belief was that my wife will do everything at home. But at the same time, she was working. Mm-hmm. And then she has to have the kids. And so it becomes too onerous in today's society to believe or to expect that they will do all the household work and you won't help. But it yeah. does take take time and uh, it, does, it should it does. start happening. It does take time <laughs> and like, it's funny because, you know, it's just keeping this dialogue going that matters. You know, the, the, like having the conversation when you're too scared to go out and talk about because, you know, the, the like culturally things move slowly because they were there for so long and certain things like you said may need to change that that comes with having a safe place to share like life is not static and that's the problem sometimes we get comfortable and at the time it may work really well but it doesn't work well now life i found especially my recovery is more dynamic more changing the one constant is change and it's kind of um it can be overwhelming and one thing that makes it very overwhelming is urgency urgency in life increases even despite there's a pandemic i know for me it's just only if attitude only if i got this not even regulating or or being as you would say present at the moment as we get into the intermittent uh silence so i find you know, when we talk about a lot of times we want to add things to our lives, sometimes it's better to less is more. So a lot of times I find. So with that being said, I want to talk about intermittent silence, you know, and uh, sure. what have you found useful and what was your experience? I found this concept very intriguing. And for me, I'm always looking of ways to slow myself down. There have been times I used to say that my thoughts were like a faucet that that was leaking. It was not able to slow down. So I found this very encouraging and interesting. So can you share with those listening? Thank you, Bob. So before I come into uh, intermittent silence, let me give you the overall picture of what the concept is. How did the Mm. concept come to? So Mm. we have a high rate of uh, burnout, say in physicians, about 50% burnout rate. Suicide rate is about, uh, suicide or depression is about 10%. So that's a high percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was uh, very interested in that area, but I started looking at the people who don't burn out, you know, mm-hmm. like 50% don't burn out. What do they have? What qualities do they have? Mm-hmm. What they were born with? What tools they were born with? Mm-hmm. The same way if 90% don't think about suicide or mm-hmm. or depression, why don't they, you know, fall into that? So to that effect, I came up with this thought process that we have body, we have mind, and that, that there is a third component that most people don't talk about, that we have individual consciousness, which mm-hmm. I call the flame. Mm-hmm. So we have the body, we have the mind, and we have the flame, and all three need to be nourished. Yeah, we do a lot of work on our body. We do a lot of work on our mind. We have become super intelligent, super successful in those two areas. 
but if we don't pay attention to the flame the flame stays low mm-hmm. some of us are born with ha- a, you know bigger flame or a higher level of flame mm. or higher energy you can call it the higher mm. the energy more peaceful you are the less chances of depression or anything else but once your energy level is low which happens especially mm-hmm. when you are going on a slippery slope mm-hmm. then you are more irritable and more prone to those things yeah so that was the thinking behind the whole concept of how do you increase the level of your flame how do you work on your flame mm-hmm. and then i saw many many meditation techniques and i have done you know like years and years of meditation met yeah. with many mentors in that field and i realized that there is one component that is there in all meditation mm-hmm. except the ones that are guided meditation guided meditation only work on your mind they are mm-hmm. feel good things you know they will take mm-hmm. to a forest take to a beach take to a nice surrounding you know they will and then you guide you back where you are so it's mm-hmm. working on the mind how do you work on the flame <clears throat> and the silence is the language of your flame mm-hmm. but the other thing that silence does you know and i say 10 minutes of a, a day 10 minutes a day is more than enough mm-hmm. so one other thing it does is it gives all these steps, you know so there are four steps to intermittent silence first mm-hmm. is close your mouth when you close your mouth you are closing every expression every speech all those cells that work you know in your brain that work on that topic you know communication expression speech mm-hmm. they all get rested for 10 minutes yeah when you close your eyes you are not only closing your visual pathway of course all those cells are rested but also the observation process mm-hmm. all that gets rested mm-hmm. so you are resting a vast majority of your brain cells just by giving these two things closing your mouth and closing your eyes mm-hmm. then you become a silent listener every sound that is traveling around you whether it is nature sound or beach sound or your birds chirping or leaves rustling mm-hmm. or at home you know the sound that is probably you don't never hear you can mm-hmm. start hearing those sounds when you become silent mm-hmm. but you let it pass through you don't make a judgment good or bad or, or or what and then comes the last one which is watching your thoughts so you let your thoughts just watch pass through and if you get hijacked by a thought that's okay you when you realize it you come back to it mm. so even if the thoughts are moving you know some people try to stop it some people try to focus it you don't need to do that Yeah. All you need to do is just let it be there. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing wrong you can do in this 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But one thing you will find and you said you tried it. Mm-hmm. The first few times that 10 minute looks like 10 hours. <laughs> you you can do 1 hour of guided meditation no problem. Yeah. But being silent we are not used to being silent. Oh yeah. <laughs> as my wife <laughs> but yeah it's it, it is a challenge but i feel like i like i like how how like you t- you're sharing the steps i think there's one more step isn't there did you go through all four well i went through four 
Okay, yeah. There is a okay. fifth. There is a fifth one I talk about, but you know, okay, that's okay. not part of the process. Okay, well, I do. I do like how you, how you know, intrusive thoughts. You know, this urgency, this rushing. You know, it's funny. You would think everyone at home, everyone would slow down. Oh my goodness, it doesn't. It doesn't no. at all. It speeds up, and it's yeah. it's funny because um. Customarily, boundaries is another thing. You know, when we're, we're, you know, obviously we're talking about intermittent silence, but even in our social lives, how we put boundaries helpful. Yeah. You know, I a lot of time in revival energy talk about we need room to process things, and like sometimes we don't give any of that room. Like a lot of times we're just impulsive, and I feel that we get ourselves a lot of trouble. I know one thing I always say with in my group is. Emotions are great servants, not great masters. They should not steer the ship. And I feel like, in the sense of intermittent silence, because I struggle. I'll be honest. I struggle with quiet. I struggle with dead quiet. For, for me, um, it's something. But I, I, I'm up for the challenge. I like the idea because for me, I think. Sometimes when it's something that you're struggling with, or maybe it's an idea you're not you're wrestling with, that's where a lot of growth comes. When you're just trying to surround yourself with security blankets, or you're just trying to, you don't really challenge yourself. So I do like this idea of slowing down. How important do you think slowing down is, especially in your professional and personal life in society? So when we talk about the ten minutes of silence,、mm. it is. Pure silence, and there is a in in the app. I don't know if you tried from the app or you did. You tried on your own. The no, app. I, okay. No, so, go ahead. No, go ahead. So if you download the app, there is a little bit of instruction for about a minute. Then there is a silence, and then there is a music. You know, like a timer at the end.、Mm -hmm. So if you do that ten minutes, you know that you are doing it ten minutes. Because if you just try it, like a, you know, I'm going to be silent for or slow down, it doesn't work the same way.、I、you、see. have to have that、uh, discipline that I'm going to do it for ten minutes. You create your space, you create your time when you want to do it, and have the same time and same space. Because somehow the body starts waiting for that time and space if you start doing it. I see. And then do it. As a you know, from the app, at least for the first、uh, couple of months. The、mm -hmm. beauty is that once you do this silence, you know, and once you start liking it, I mean, it, it, you do start liking it. I mean, the, in、mm -hmm. the big, beginning, it's uncomfortable silence. Yeah. But when it becomes a comfortable and pleasant silence, then some magic happens, and I'll tell you what happens there. You create your own inner universe. Mm. Which you start liking, like your own room with the lighting、mm. and the laptop.、Mm. You start falling in love with your inner universe, that、mm. is your space, your inner flame. You can start feeling that. When you go there, you find that this consciousness is actually energy. So you find the force there.、Mm -hmm. You feel the force. You、mm. really goosebumps that start happening. So you find the force, you feel the force,、mm -hmm. you carry that force with you, and it's literally Star Wars. You know, let the force <laughs> be with you. 
yeah. that force you know, that comes with you and it's there now whole day with you and that that is when you automatically slow down even if you are not you know it's, you know it's a word some people use relax in action mm-hmm. so you start feeling that and mm-hmm. now now that you have practiced it for two couple of months the mm-hmm. fifth thing happens when you have emotional storms which mm-hmm. we all have you know yeah. either you get angry or frustrated or you know mm-hmm. some wave comes and there you can find the difference now you can find that little pause that you never had mm-hmm. you know that impulse being impulsive now that you have practiced this that pause comes and that little gap between you and the emotion mm-hmm. it doesn't emotions don't go away completely but it yeah. gives you a little different uh, feel and slowly and slowly you start handling it better yeah you know um when i started speaking up front you know um i i actually teach public speaking one of the things they taught me was um go up there and not say a word for 10 seconds just 10 seconds you know how hard it is at yeah. first it's like it's gut wrenching because you feel like that time and the concept of time is very interesting because it wasn't that much time but it felt long because you're just sitting there everyone's looking at you um yeah i do when it, i want to ask you real quick before we get into the app benefits you've done it obviously personally uh, what have you seen that has been beneficial like that you would like to share obviously there's always the obvious answers but anything that you found unique when it comes to benefits of doing intermittent silence well the first benefit which is obvious mm-hmm. 10 minutes of rest to your brain cells 86 yeah. billion neurons will thank you <laughs> because we are in overdrive all the time as you mentioned yeah, yeah. either on cell phone or the, or you know uh, watching a movie or mm-hmm. playing on iPhone or iPad mm-hmm. you name it i mean we do it yes so giving 10 minutes of rest to yourself and your brain mm-hmm. is thankful mm-hmm. the other if it is aspects of silence are amazing i mean um you do handle your emotions better mm. you know that email that comes from your work or from a friend which you want to impulsively reply you mm-hmm. pause you know like you said pause that 10 seconds <laughs> you will take that pause and give her a strategic response rather than an impulsive response yeah so the benefits of silence are there but bigger benefits are you know in the works because what happens now mm. um like einstein said that mm-hmm. i think 99 times and mm. it doesn't come to me i mm-hmm. sit in silence and it just comes to me the idea comes to me yeah so it's not that he has said many people have felt that yeah yeah that i yeah i like the like even when i'm writing or yeah. doing anything the concept of going away from it for a day yeah. sitting on it is fun and like anyone who's a writer anyone who's stuck knows this because it you do what i think is sometimes you're so so close to the elephant <laughs> You don't hey, see I, the whole picture. You're just like you just see this this vision, this perception, but 
when you, uh, I could find, I could find, I could see. Obviously, I I want to practice this and see how it will affect me because you know me being a veteran, me having um, uh, some trauma and all that stuff, and having to go through that. I think some of this uh, ha- uh, can be very beneficial. What have you found physically beneficial when it comes to doing intermittent silence? I don't know; it's hard to measure, but what have you found personally? Anything that personally, physically? Yeah, yeah, personally, I shouldn't say that you know because I do many other meditations. So mm. whether the benefit comes, all of them is I can assign to intermittent silence, or I can, yeah, because. It, yeah, the silence is part of all meditations, in yeah. all deep meditations. Okay. No, so, yeah. like, all the deep at the very, deep, at the very yeah. least, it'll help you with our <coughs> other meditations, and yeah. and like we said in the very beginning, and I've always said before, recovery and healing is diverse. Each individual is diverse, but I do find a lot of value, especially how I look out out the door, how I see some of my friends grinding. It work grinding, just doing what they can, having no time, having a lot of stuff, Doctor Krishna, but no time for themselves. Ten minutes doesn't seem like a lot, but we make it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, you will start seeing the benefit because ten minutes, it doesn't stay ten minutes. The whole silence that you experience and the energy that you you know create. It pervades your your twenty four hours. So your the change happens in the in your whole twenty four hours. Mm. Yes, it sounds like only ten minutes, but it really um, effective uh, all the way. But there are some other things we have developed in that. You know, the next steps. Mm-hmm. So one step is to go silent and come back. You know, and you feel maybe better or mm-hmm. refreshed mm-hmm. or you know like rested. Yeah. But the other way is there are two other element aspects of this once you create that inner universe that we talked about yeah now you can have inner conversation or inner theater these are two yeah. things you can do there mm-hmm. so the inner conversation first so the thing you said the ideas come to you you can see the source of idea now mm-hmm. once you go there and just be there and see these ideas coming to you if you are yeah. an inventor if you are a musician Mm-hmm. If you're a writer, it just comes. I mean, you will be amazed how the ideas come to you, uh, which yeah. you mentioned already. Yeah. But use your own space and you can focus on one idea that you are mm-hmm. working on. Uh, so I this like is an amazing uh, experience you will have if you try to do that. Uh, but do the a month long, 10 minutes every day, and then mm-hmm. you can uh, try to do that. I, I think that's, you know... <laughs> The, the, I think the benefits are just so unmeasurable because it's just it, it, it impacts you in very different ways. Uh, it's not just your physical, like it's also just your perception of how, like how you how you time manage your life. You know, right? A lot of people are working from home. That's difficult. Like if you would say, yeah. I have a lot of time at home, but you don't. And right. like you make a lot of you can make. I always say this is it. You could convince yourself not to do a lot of things or to do a lot of things. Um, But with that being said, I kind of want to ask you a little bit about the background. I know you shared a little bit, you know, you're you're a doctor, you're a urologist, am I correct? And um, you're a folk. What, you know, obviously you did your research, but like what, 
what made you focus on this kind of when it comes to overall wellness um if you want to share with any of those out there some people might be working two three jobs or they just really don't think they have the time or what have you found what you know any other things you want to comment on this uh idea? well one of the things that you know how how it all happened uh, is i wrote a book journey from life to life achieving higher purpose Mm-hmm. And then I was giving book talks. Mm-hmm. And when I was giving book talks, I was getting a lot of feedback. Yeah. And the feedback was why don't you do a workshop or something because they I had something to offer. Yeah. Um, and you know, when the topic came and people asked questions, I will go beyond the book and mm-hmm. talk about all, you know, meditation and other things. So we said okay, we'll do a workshop. So we scheduled a workshop i got a nice team of you know six very bright people who you know came with me on the idea and they were going to be part of the workshop a psychiatrist a reverend you know um mm-hmm. that kind of group and then corona happened so we could not do yeah. that it was supposed to happen in march of 2020 but it didn't happen yeah. so yeah. then we said okay we'll do some free workshops on online on zoom mm-hmm. so we did six or seven and, and people came from all over the country you know, on the zoom mm-hmm. and they loved it you know yeah so i and then the idea can happen that while well, i have all these things that i find beneficial can mm-hmm. i share with other people mm-hmm. and uh, when i first talked about intermittent silence i mean it's coming from the meditation practice that it is part of every meditation can we create a package of its own mm. and and i did it myself for some time mm-hmm. and found it very beneficial and you know very uh, <clears throat> i can get deep easier than you know i mean when i say somebody has never meditated it may take them mm. longer but mm. they may be born with a flame high flame you know we never yeah. know there are some people who full you know successful people they are always happy and why what's the secret it's not that we all have to do this meditation or intermittent mm-hmm. silence i live mm-hmm. in maine and i see a lot of people here a lot of my friends they will mm-hmm. go to a lake isolated hut they have a little you know camp there mm-hmm. they will spend a week there what are they doing they are spending some time in silence in with themselves so they mm-hmm. so i if i say that no th- you have to do this it will mm. be you know it won't be that correct but yes no. it is available even for them i mean if they practice they find it very helpful but mm-hmm. in a, their own way you know ice fishing you know sp- staying in that hut or mm. doing the hunt, even going walking in the forest or the trails and appalachian trail people go 3 months out there on mm-hmm. their own i mean they have other people you know on that trail but mm. people do try to take time off at least the lifestyle main has mm-hmm. but i found that you know this 10 minutes a day works like magic many mm-hmm. there are many people or many retreats you can go to which is 10 day retreats and you have 10 day of silence or 7 mm-hmm. day of silence yeah when you come out that of that you feel like you you know climb mount everest because <laughs> staying quiet for 10 days mm-hmm. you know not talking not communicating is is pretty i mean i have done that many of them mm-hmm. 
But uh, you, how do you bring that in your practical life? How do you bring those principles or those techniques in your regular life? That's one of the things that uh, intermittent silence came out. And it seems like people who even people who don't like the word meditation, and there are many of them, mm-hmm. they don't mind trying intermittent silence out because as you said, 10 minutes before speaking, mm. I had a friend who said when he was in school, he was in a Catholic school, mm. the nuns will come and say, put your head down five minutes of quiet time. Mm. So it's it's not that foreign to people in the West. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like, um, like, like you said, it'll be kind of counterintuitive to say you have to or kind of that. But at the same time, Springing forward for, towards wellness is a, a combination of all types of coping skills or things that may help you. And for me, I, 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 I find so many times we convince ourselves not before trying it. And I feel that's sometimes not very wise because you don't really get out of your bubble of, um, and your perception is way uh, a little bit skewed, can be. But I also want to say... Um, when it comes to um, wellness, when it comes to um, learning um, purpose, like you began, your book was um, had purpose. Um, it's amazing to have those moments when you find purpose. Value, if I find, sometimes is sometimes at the center of why we don't do what we do. There's so much urgency. We don't put enough time. And I feel... At the very least, with intermittent silence, it'll allow you to be with you. Because a lot of times we're not ever here. We're elsewhere. You can say I'm physically here, but I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about that. But we never, like you said, at the very least, let our brains rest. Um, There's so much. It's it's almost like um, saturation of information out there. There's there, everywhere you look, there's things to read, there's things to do. When we're able to pause, I think it's more important now that we find a way to be silent. And I think for me, this is going to be a struggle, but I feel at least uh, I've learned um, that you do things and you build a habit. And I'll, I always talk about positive coping skills and whatever, whatever direction that leads you to meditation or intermittent silence. It's just like recovery. It's different for everyone, but I do find pausing at the very least, slowing down. I don't see anything wrong with that. We're too impulsive. We need time to breathe. And again, thank you, Dr. Krishna. I want to also encourage everyone who is listening to and watching. If you have, if you are in treatment, obviously I I want you, you always want to be part of the team of your, you know, if you're, if you have certain conditions, I do not assume anything. Always tell your doctor who, who's with you what you're planning to do. You know, we're, we're, I'm not suggestive, but at the same time, it's the communications that's so important. When Whatever you're going through, whatever treatment you're going through. But I do encourage to be open-minded enough to consider this. I, again, I just want to ask, I, I want to tell you that all the notes will be at the end, in the notes of this episode. Any final thoughts? Dr. Christian, it was amazing to have you here. A different aspect. I never even thought um, my wife would be like, 
Thank you, Dr. Krishna. He needs to be silent. <laughs> yeah. If you are quiet, she will be thankful. <laughs> Thank you. Now, final thought is one thing. You know, there is a common misunderstanding that if you are quiet and if you are silent, you are empty-minded and empty mind is devil's thing. Uh, mm. The mind is never empty. Mm-hmm. You know, minding, thoughts will keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's... When you say silent, it's not an empty space. There is yeah. a lot of energy there. Even a space between you and I, if we are sitting next to each other, mm-hmm. is not empty. Yeah. So there is a lot of uh, vibrations and a lot of energy. It's all a question of capturing that and feeling that. So don't yeah. think that you know being silent means you know you are um, prone to having problems. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, again, that's a, that's, you know, that's not allowing yourself the room to like kind of breathe. You're, you're, you're already afraid of something that you don't even know until you try, you know, again, you know, like we said, um, you know, if you are, you know, receiving care for any, any, uh, chronic illness or anything or any treatment, Please talk to your professional. This is something that you know you gotta kind of work as a team. But this then, I want to say thank you, Doctor Krishna, for coming on and sharing your insight. It's always always it nice to talk to different people, hear their aspects. But we're all in this together to find some way of wellness. We all want to. Uh, at the end of the day, John Lennon said it best. Uh, they at John Lennon was asked, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" He said, "I want to be happy." The teacher's like, "You got it wrong." I think now at 30, about to be 39, uh, it makes more sense. I think he's more right <laughs> than a lot of us like to admit. But yeah, thank you again for coming. I want to share with those who are listening um, to stay updated on Revive Ministries on all the platforms, but most notably our website. Um, this is goodbye from Revive Ministries podcast, leaving with this last quote. It's from John Wooden. He says, don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. Revive Ministries wants to say that despite the challenging times we live in today, we're extremely grateful for all the inspiring stories of hope shared last year. Revive Ministry has ambitious goals for the future. We plan to have a more structured monthly theme and engaging topics that we ex- we are extremely excited about 92 episodes in in just over a year and more already scheduled to be uploaded your help would be much appreciated look at the details of the episode to find out more and as always stay safe and thank you for listening